0: Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investech Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Lam. There was a new high in Brent, close to $96 per barrel last week, but also lows, close to $92 per barrel. Is this a sign the rally is running out of steam?
1: Brent's rallied over $20 per barrel from the lows of June and with any trend uh, higher it's usual to see some corrections along the way as as we saw in August so so I don't think we necessarily would read too much into the sell off the, the dip that we saw last week but it has been a very significant rally and of course it's been very much driven by the Saudis uh, additional voluntary cuts and that of course could be removed again earlier uh, than the end of the year even though they've set that as the uh, the scheduled end date for, for these cuts notwithstanding that there is speculation about oil reaching hundred dollars per barrel There's a lot of that in the press at the moment uh, and given that it has been to close to 96 dollars per barrel and the market is volatile it wouldn't take much necessarily to, to make that sort of move happen the real question though is not so much whether we touch a hundred and move back down again it's whether we could have a prolonged period of uh, let's say a, f- a few months of Brent being at or above or around um a hundred dollars per barrel or possibly even higher and i think there that's when you have to start to think about what the Saudis are trying to achieve. And uh, it's very likely that they would start to have some real concerns or maybe already having concerns about the market getting too overheated and uh, non-OPEC plus supply being stimulated and, and hence create a, a possibility of, of a much more um, benign price environment in, in the months ahead. So it's possible they might consider ending the cuts earlier than the end of December or reducing them. Now, how might that happen? Well, Saudi Aramco sets its prices at the start of each month, and that would be the natural time to make an announcement of an early end or reduction to the cuts if it was felt that the market was overheating. There's also the OPEC meeting on the 26th of November, which could also herald some sort of uh, decision and, and might give some clues to what uh, uh, might happen next year. So over the next few months, you can sort of cut split the time up into a number of of segments between those decision points, the start of each month and the the one on the 26th of December. And in between those times, we could see the market sort of being left to its own devices. And that's when there's there's a scope to break 100 and and for all sorts of things to happen uh, between these points in time when the Saudis could decide to uh, reduce the cuts and make some announcements about that.
0: And Russia has introduced an export burn. What is that all about?
1: Russia is temporarily banning the exports of some refined products such as diesel and gasoline. Uh, and this started at the end of last week and um, this has helped Brent higher but of course has led to much more pronounced rallies in some of the effective products so European gas oil which is a key driver of jets and diesel prices um, returned to recent highs over thousand dollars per barrel last week. Now though the ban has been described as temporary no actual end date has been given and the purpose of the ban was apparently to address tightness and high price in uh, domestic Russian markets where you can imagine that oil prices combined with weak uh, ruble must make it pretty painful for Russian consumers. Um, However, all of this has echoes of the disruptions to Russian gas supplies that started in 2021. I mean, they were all also supposed to be temporary, and due to domestic factors, building up local inventory, that sort of thing. So here we are, rather similar sort of language being used in relation to this uh, refined product export ban. And of course this being done at a time when those those markets in particular are, are very tight. And um, of course uh it, it might be a coincidence this ban has happened uh just after the Rush, Russia had quite a tough time with the UN last week, or it may be that it is a broadening of the policy of using energy as a weapon in, in reaction to that.
0: The concerns over disruptions to LNG supplies from Australia have abated, but gas prices are higher anyway. Why is this?
1: Well, that's right. The, the strikes at the Chevron plants in Australia have ended. Um, so that, that means that the concerns over Australian LNG supply disruptions have sort of gone away. There are a few other problems for the market to worry about, and that it is worrying about. Uh, One is uh, shutdown for maintenance for large US LNG facility, um, Cove Point. Another is that uh, North Sea maintenance is leading to significant uh, disruptions to output uh, in in Europe, although that maintenance is starting to wind down, so that uh, output is recovering again. The other thing is the export ban on Russian diesel has uh, raised concerns again about some of the other remaining flows of gas into Europe, come via turkey and, and uh, some, some ironically through through ukraine so potentially those are now at risk as well however storage is now nearly 95 percent full and uh the october looks set to be a pretty mild start so we we, we could have quite a mild start to the heating season uh renewable energy generation has been pretty strong of late so all this is helping and uh, as, as mentioned um gas in storage is continuing to rise and so we may see the markets uh be rather more sensitive to that. In coming days.
0: Thank you, Callum. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Len. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on McPherson at investtech.co.uk or visit Investtech.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.